All right, ladies and gentlemen, our high-stakes action rolls on this week. Tonight, we are drafting our first primetime draft on NFFC. This is a contest with a $1,200 buy-in and a $250,000 top prize. We're going to be drafting with our buddies from the Ship Chasing Discord, the Buckeye Boomers, here tonight on Ship Chasing. We're off to the races. Let's go. Pat Fryer Helmo. <laughs> This is why I'm hot. Anita Handjob. Fix your sight. Jamar. Alpha play chase. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Canarius Tony? You can't handle the heat. He looks like we're finally at this point. You're right. All righty. We got our guys, the Buckeye Boomers. It is, of course, Josh down there. We got Evan, of course, Gretch, and Pat. First off, Buckeye Boomers, how are we feeling tonight, Evan? Oh, I'm feeling ready to go. Uh, it's always a pleasure drafting with uh, Josh and you guys especially, so I'm ready to go. Let's do it. Uh, Josh, we're going to pick six? Here. Yeah, we're, 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 we're moving on. Yes. Uh, Gre- or, uh, Josh, how are you feeling? Feeling great. It's our uh, third year uh, attacking these drafts, so uh, this year's a little different. I got the chasing crane, you know, uh, attire right. ready to Ooh. go. Feel it. Feeling it, it for uh, for this year. So there you go. This will get us what when we take this two hundred fifty thousand. You know, set aside that we have to split it, but you know that's a that's at least a an set aside that right there. I get fifty k of it. <laughs> no, if they, we cut you out, yeah, it's not I, a great done, me I, if I get a cut. It just goes into the pool for chasing Kareem. You know, it may take a few that's years, true. but but you know, we'll just eat back to the pool, right? Yeah. So we're drafting from the 10 hole here. The picks are just ripping off. Jefferson Chase, Tyree Kill, CMC, Diggs Cup, Kelsey, CeeDee Lamb goes eight. One more pick, and then we are up. Uh, Evan, where are you leaning here? I mean, right here, I do like going running back. I was thinking B. John Robinson, but the fact that Austin Eckler is still on the board here at 110 is definitely something to think about. Yeah. Yeah, and Josh, what did you guys, because you guys had been, we set our KDS for this, and you guys wanted this slot uh, specifically. Is this playing out how you yeah, thought? Eckler does go here, so we're on the clock. Um, I think Lamb, Lamb and Diggs going early is a, a bit of a surprise. So I think um, really for me, it's 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 Bijan at this spot or taking one of the receivers that we were targeting around this turn. So mm-hmm. um I think uh, I think there's a big group of receivers for me in here, and I think some people, you know, have some preferences one way or the other. But I think for me, Bijan at this point, and then taking a receiver on the wrap would probably be my my target or my go to. I have the same thoughts. If you guys want to add something, right. to that. I'm perfectly yeah, comfortable you- with Bijan. Yeah, and I know you guys have been eyeing Bijan for a long time, and that was part of setting the KDS to get this ten spot here. So let's let's go ahead and grab it. I love it. Straight up, not going to let me make the counter argument, huh? Like, <laughs> it's like I'm not even going to let you. Why you just sitting there? You, you want me to? You, you want to make a counter argument for six seconds of something that they've already been decided on? They decided <laughs> on it like three weeks ago. The boomer label wow. is real. We got to start this real quick. These guys came in with the KDS hot. You guys want to know, listeners? Because Pat and Pete don't want to argue with them as much as I do. You want to know what their last KDS was? 
the first fucking pick. That's what that was their last choice on the KDS. I've never seen anything like it. They had the 110 as the top KDS. They're like, I'm out here trying to get into the dead zone of the first round. Don't care about Justin Jefferson. Just and it wasn't even Bijan that you were in love with. It was a different running back. We're gonna boomer to all hell in this draft. It's gonna be a blast. <laughs> the uh so Gretch, you, the it is third round <laughs> reversal. <laughs> So, so Gretch, are we are we overthinking the third round reversal? Because I think that's I'm, I, I think part of that played into it. I think there's like three different things considering how we were trying to put together the KDS, and I do feel like we were trying to like thread a needle, and all of a sudden we ended up with one, two, and three at the lowest priority of our of our rankings. So, you know, I I, I looked at the third round reversal. Who was going where in the picks? And, and then after that, it was like, what's the preference in like a draft room where I want to pick? And so, all right, so now we're on the clock. Okay, we're back. Amon Ra, AJ Brown, Garrett Wilson, and Barkley go here. I'm into Devontae Adams here. I think it's a pretty big drop off between him and the Waddle, Devonta Smith, and Chris Olave tier. So I'm into Devontae Adams. Gretch, you got 40 seconds to make the anti-case to whatever they just said. <laughs> I already wrote this team off. I have Waddle a tier uh, ahead of Adams. Let's just really? boomer Devontae Adams. Like, who cares? I mean, he, like he had a career, career high in targets at age 30 last year, career high dot, tied for the NFL lead in 40-plus yard receptions and 30-plus yard receptions with two different receivers. Like, elite all-time season for him. He's not going to back it up. But, I mean, let's, let's slam it. I like I Devontae. Know. I think Devontae's still a very strong pick. Yeah. Devontae sounds great. Thanks, thanks for <laughs> that, Gretch. I think Devontae has pick. All right, we start. Oh, oh, and this new quarterback hasn't completed more than like 12 passes of 20-plus air yards in a season, I don't think. Like, he that's can't okay. throw downfield. Aiden O'Connell is going to be starting by week eight, all right? And he's going right. to air the ball out, go. right? Preseason QB1, Aiden O'Connell taking over for this team. So. ETR has him above Bijan, interestingly enough. Has, well. well, Leone right. Leone had him. Uh, I think Leone, he had him on his bold predictions pod. As I think he said, had him as a top four, top five wide receiver again this year. Was his, his he's an prediction. alien? Let's just accept the fact that he's an alien. <sighs> he's very good, yes. But Gretch, uh, Gretch, Gretch doesn't like Gretch, doesn't think Devontae Adams is good. That's where we're at now. That's where the discord we're team wow. 10. That's, that's not what I said. I, I, I believe that's exactly what you said, Gretch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, he's very good. He had a, a legendary season last year. The uh, Mark says uh, you could have gone wide receiver in the first, then Pollard. Yeah, yeah that was a, that was a well, thought. That was their initial plan. That was why you guys wanted. So you guys asked my thoughts on if you're overthinking the KDS. I don't think you were, but I do think the way that that draft set up this year, and I've been pushing this in all of our drafts and getting outvoted over and over and over again, but you want to start wide receiver, wide receiver, because there's a lot of value in the running back dead zone at the running back position. You guys specifically wanted this back end to target running backs, and it wasn't just Bijan. It was another one. I, I, I would be okay with this in a KDS situation, but I would do it to start three straight receivers. And I think that would be a great way to start. Four or five turn, you get it running back, you potentially hit tight end. I think you could you could one of the really interesting build into the later rounds. But uh, it was it was more that you guys were, were putting your stamp down on some running backs at that turn that was interesting. Gretch, just I, the, I think, we did plan to go wide receiver, wide receiver with Sean. Okay, yeah, that was McCaffrey fell in our laps there. We did we were on board with that. That's right. That's right. That was true. 
So I think I think Evan and I talked about this quite a bit. You know, he came in, you know, uh, Kevin Costner, uh, Tony Pollard, no matter what, you know, uh, with it, with his attitude, right? With it, it, I was, I'm, I didn't want to say it because he was still on the board, but he just went, but yeah. And we traded down, you know. That's fine, right? Yeah, we traded down, right? We got the back end. We traded down. (laughs) I think my first comment to Evan was, if you want Pollard, you should want the 105 because you can get a top five receiver. And then the the way to play Pollard is to get him to falter right where he went. We could have a cup Pollard start. I thought he was going to keep on going up. That's my my Cup Pollard would be very fun. Yeah, that's what I fucking said from the beginning. I, you guys, yeah, you guys are. have jumped the shark here. Not liking, like, there's no reason Diggs or Ceedee Lamb should be going over Bijan. Bijan is an awesome pick here at 110. Everyone's lost their goddamn minds. Gretch, <laughs> as, as soon as we put the middle round picks in like the the second bucket, you're like, what the hell are you doing with one, two, and three? I was like. I don't know what else you're supposed to do with it at that point in time. So. We, yeah, we that's yeah. preferred the back end of the first round to the front. Like we didn't love the like what you'd be getting at the back end of the second round. We thought it was a wasteland. That's kind of we. Yeah, didn't I, some of it makes sense, but it is stylistically hilarious. That I didn't want one was the last option. I mean, that's like that's probably well, never happened. We didn't put much thought into that. That was like we didn't. I don't know. But we didn't want to be pulling up Higgins or pulling up Calvin Ridley, pulling up DK Metcalf. That's what we, we would be doing right now if we had a top three pick. And I just didn't Fair. love doing that. Yeah. And then the third round reversal, we're getting, you know, drafted again. So, like, I don't know. But then, so, my my counter for the people was I just started saying you guys Justin Jefferson highlights. And I said, yeah, let's worry about who we get in the second and third round instead of yeah. this guy. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite part. I was like, this has gone, like, there's, wow. like, the people are too dug in. Like, I kind of, I was like, I wandered in. I was like, oh, it's World War One, And I was like, I better back away. <laughs> I couldn't. Well, well, and spoiler, the draft fills, and we don't even change the KDS state. It's state as it is. I I also you you hated the late second, but we have the same issues at the early third, and I would have rather gotten Higgins. Like we can't go receiver here now. The fourteen receivers are off the board, right? Do we have a receiver we like here? here. Yeah, Keenan Debo. um, No. Yeah, next tier. Yeah, you love Keenan Gretch, right? Yeah, I, I do. I like him. I feel pretty strongly we should take JT here. <clears throat> oh, I didn't even realize JT was still oh, on the let's board. Let's go. Let's I just let's fucking boomer it. Let's take no. seven straight running backs. We're on the clock now. Right. We should take JT. Wait, make the show? Oh, he went. Do you like JT now versus the running backs we can get at the 503? I do. I, yeah, I, th- I don't think – like, I don't think we're going to get Brees or – like, I think we're looking at probably like well, – We'll, kind of we'll get Brees. Aaron Jones or something. If we're trying to make yeah, forty, it's possible. But Bruce Hall, Ken Walker, Dobbins will be there for us in the fifth round. I think definitely Ken Walker and Dobbins will be. Yeah, Bruce Hall, Bruce Hall, in the sixth round in the last couple days on prime time. I mean, I would take him too. To be honest, I think JT in the at the three or two is. We have nine seconds, so it's it's Keenan or JT. Get your guys to click click who you want. Take Keenan. Keenan Allen. All right, we're going with the old receivers and a young running back. This, it's such a. I'm with you now, Gretch. That was that was a uh, that was one of the easiest. They planned this out. This is how they and wanted this to go. They wanted these terrible players. Since I've been in, in a draft room and we went the other way, so okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, they they mapped yeah, out the yeah. first like ten rounds, but yeah. Matt, they just came on the show with us to tell us who they were going to draft on our team. 
No, so you guys you are being you... you guys are being assholes because you guys are <laughs> drafting. No, seriously, you guys draft all kinds of teams. Jonathan Taylor is the guy you can take at this spot when you have a large portfolio of high stakes teams and you know the upside. When you have one team, having Jonathan Taylor on that team does not feel fun. You guys are being fucking assholes to these guys. Thank Keenan you. Is a great pick here. Thank you. Yeah, Keenan Allen. Uh, can't can't think of any reasons why he might tank my my high stakes team given his long history of hamstring injuries. That seems like very. There's safe not a risk that Keenan Allen isn't going to play this year. <laughs> there's there's like six teams that are calling the Colts right now to work out a trade. Are you saying Jared, Jonathan Taylor has a better health history yeah. than Keenan Allen? Well, he's 24 years old, so I'm willing to bet on his health over Keenan Allen. <laughs> I don't disagree with taking Jonathan Taylor there. I think there's a ton of risk, and if it's my one primetime draft, I don't like having you know, a large amount of money on Jonathan Taylor invested. And the running backs that we'll be able to get in the fifth round, I think, are very solid. The last couple of days in the primetime ADP, Brees Hall 603. Well, so- that's, that's the part of this that I think you guys could end up looking really sharp on, is if, right. depending on the running backs that come to the 4-5, then – I understand it's a small sample size, but the guys that we like, Ken Walker, Dobbins, Brees Hall, those guys all go between our fifth and sixth round picks. So I think they're going to be there in the fifth round for us. So that's why I like the 2v2s there. And like, if they weren't there, I would like Jonathan Taylor. But what we can get in the fifth round, I think, makes a lot of sense. And and to be clear, Josh and Evan, I'm totally messing with you guys. I think you guys are are with me on that. Josh, I've known since I was at CBS, we did a call together like a long, long time ago. Evan, I I haven't known you quite as long, but I, I know you guys are easy going. I'm sorry if I'm coming off as an asshole. I, I, I am having a blast with this. Like, this is this is going to be great. No, you're not. You're fine. You're fine. It's, it, but it's, it's, part of the, it's part of the fun, right? Like, I think this year I was listening to – and, like, this part of the year is, like, some of my favorite pods because you and Sean get into so much redraft conversation that he just – he continues to, like, remind me of things that we need to be doing in drafts, you know, and I keep – um, you know, I, I actually, it's been a kind of a interesting summer for me. I have not done as much drafting um, this summer as I have in previous years. I, I moved states. I live in North Carolina now. So, so I spent the past two months, I've spent the past two months kind of disconnected a little bit from drafts until this early August. So, you know, coming back in, I've, I've got maybe not as much anchoring to ADP either. You know, as, as uh, some other people, so I'm, sure. I'm looking at it a little bit different. Um, you know, in this in this early August time frame, but you know, I think the you know some of this middle out build, some of the different builds you can layer in based on these detours where player profiles are at that we like over the years. I think um, it makes this just an interesting year overall with what we're seeing. We're th- I don't remember a year like this like ever. Where it's just like there's, it's really like profiles. It's like where are the profiles? It's not, it's it's like structural, I guess, but not like I'm used to. Right. Oh, it's the most. It's the most. It's it's yeah. I agree with you with that. Pat. I don't think there has been a year like this ever. I mean, I don't think it's just that you don't remember it. I think this is easily the most different and out of line ADP. Like. Like it's just it's been a I mean 2022 season was very out of line in terms of a lot of the stats and macro stuff, but the response has been really fascinating in fantasy football world. The starts here we have three teams that get the elite quarterback. So the Jefferson team goes Hurts, the Tyreek team goes Josh Allen, and then the Kelsey team goes Mahomes. Taylor falls to three two to the Derrick Henry owner, so they start Chase Henry Taylor and then grab Andrews. 
we see Gibbs uh, go ahead of Taylor. And then it was a very wide receiver heavy third round. Only two running back picks, 10 wide receiver picks here. And then the Eckler-Chubb team went uh, Debo Samuel. Everyone else has at least uh, two wide receivers here. Mm. Not to be an asshole, but would you guys have gone with uh, with Taylor, with with Cup, and uh, Pollard as a starter? <laughs> Boards really falling great for that five spot, huh? <laughs> How would you even have known? We don't even know what we would have gotten if we had the KDS set there. Don't, we don't even know. Do you know how KDS works? It's it's randomized after if everyone has the exact same price. I don't think we had a good shot at five, given that we didn't put it in very high. You guys, you guys, if you no, had five, issues with this, you should have talked it. about it before. These are the people, you two, that don't ever go in and set our KDS, but now you have all kinds of thoughts about how to set KDS here. Oh, I, I immediately went in and talked to them about it, and I told no, both of you yeah, in our private chat to go in there and comment, because if you disagreed with me, I was like, all right, fine, but I want to know your thoughts, and neither of you two came in yeah, there. Yeah, this is on me and you, Pete. We yeah, the ones I, it's, I'm not upset. I love this team. I, 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 <laughs> well, I it's on me then. A good team from any draft slot. It doesn't matter. Give, give Gretch's due. He was he he well, commented more on KDS than I've ever seen. Probably. It sounds like <laughs> to, your, to, to, to your point, Pete. Yeah, I, I have fun drafting from any spot. But if you want me to start exactly critically thinking about how I want to rank these, like it I got weird. So <laughs> <laughs> no, I I don't disagree with you guys on that point. Uh, at all. I, I think it's uh, very comfortable to draft from, from these spots. It was just the approach as well and sort of the player targets already uh, outlined. And, and like, Evan, you were like, one of the points I was making is you were concerned in the late second about having to like pull the trigger on a T Higgins in late two. Do you have Keenan ahead of T Higgins straight up and, and Debo? Cause those you were comfortable at the early third with the Keenan Debo group. I think most people see that as a pretty big teardrop at wide receiver. So that's part of the – They're, they're the pretty even for me. They're pretty even. Got it. Yeah. So, it's, yeah, I mean, there's some elements like that where we probably should just talk through some of the player targets and some of that stuff too because, uh, like, some of the reasons to not want the early range because of what would be there at late two, late three. Like, we – I feel like we just got sort of in a worse spot in early three. But I don't – I mean – to Pat's point, like probably early three would have been like a Taylor pick from a pure, but you, like you guys are saying, you haven't done a whole bunch of, of drafting this year and aren't as tied to ADP, which I mean, I'm fine with that. Let's, let's fire. Let's, let's, uh, I, I was, I was serious when I was like, let's draft a full boomer team. Let's get some good ass, uh, you know, just slam our, our, our we're nuts down for, for talent. We're we're on the Sorry. Who do you guys like here? Isn't, we got the we got the running backs to come back, right? We got the running backs to come back. If we're going receiver, I do like you know Christian Kirk, Deontay Johnson feels like a, feels like a reach. But those okay. guys, those guys will probably be there in the fifth, like that tier. So yeah, Marcus. I think we grab the running back we like best here. Yeah. So well, what are you what guys? It, are you Etn or Brees? Uh, I'm Brees. <sighs> what are you, Evan? Are you Etn? I'd be Etn over Brees just for injury related purposes, but. We got to Breeze. I'm ETN over Breeze, too, personally. I think we get Breeze. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I think Breeze has a better chance of coming back. So I, I would lean. Are we, gonna, are we okay assuming, taking both, though? Or do we want the receiver? Josh, take a pick. But it sounds like there's an ETN preference even regardless. And 
or no, we just got auto priest. We just got auto priest. <laughs> do so. I need to be in the? Do I need to be in here, Josh? Making the our, our discussions are going to like the last second. We need to be ahead of this more. Yeah, well, sorry, I have a lot of experience. You were this. the tiebreaker there, there, Pete, because it was it was yeah. Two. Pete was the tiebreaker. You were the tiebreaker, yeah. so you you tiebreaked with auto draft. <laughs> well, you, this was the, the Pat got his uh, his guy here. Now Priest is. I, I think if we were okay that, going both running backs, yes, get yes, we totally were okay going with either. Brees is still a strong pick there. That's we're totally fine. I think we, we probably go. didn't want to get them both. I mean, we could yeah, have. That, that was like, my concern is that we were kind of like, oh, we can Brees will come back, and then it's like, oh, but we need the receiver, and it's like, well, then, yeah, why don't we take the guy we liked better? But which we did. Yeah, yeah I, I I think the pre the preference for me would have been to to go uh, Ayuk or London there, but they got they got pulled yeah. Up. Yeah, quite a bit. So yeah, Ayuk was going, um, you know, early fifth, and so he got pulled up quite a bit. Yeah, um, McLaurin falling hurts him or hurts his chances of getting. Yeah, him. I like how the the chat is like freaking out over we were uh, literally flipping a coin between two picks, and then the uh, auto draft selected the uh, the tiebreaker for us. All right, Team Eleven is going to go Trevor Lawrence most likely here. The so Ridley Kirk stack. I mean, I assume you will. The uh, our team so far through four rounds: Bijan, uh, Devonte Adams, Keenan Allen, and Brees Hall. And uh, Evan, I said uh, Christian Kirk and Deontay Johnson might make it back. I was wrong. Uh, Deontay Johnson comes off the board right here, but I still think this is a really flat tier for for wide receivers. I, I agree there. I mean, who do we like receiver right here? I mean, McLaurin with his toe injury is not great. I mean, yeah, the McLaurin I, thing's a bummer. Honestly, well, I'm because of that injury, you, I think you can go straight to Javon Dotson. I think we just I, take I agree. Yeah. Well, that if you're okay with a, a running back, ETN's an awesome pick. I also <laughs> yeah, agree we, with we the can be done a running back like for most of the rest of the like, draft. Literally, just one be, more. yeah. Because uh, th this tier of wide receivers doesn't feel. Great. This is a great value on ETN. It's not like it's we awesome can't. We can play three yeah. running backs. Yeah. Let's, let's just go ETN and I think we go ETN. Uh, it's very go awesome. awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, I love the it. Fifth is I love it. Wild. It's wild. See, all is right in the world. We get both of our targets at the four. Yeah, I mean, Pete that is play. wild. Pete is the guy in these drafts. He's done more drafts than anyone on stream. He yeah. knows how to navigate the room. That's what he was doing when he took Breeze. Yeah, right. Well, we'll see. Talk to me about navigating the room of the 11th round. Uh, hey, we're uh, guys. Michael Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> hang on, hang well, on. Well, that, 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 this is the, the scenario where, you know, had we started three straight early receivers from this back end draft slot, you would you would feel really great about getting Brees and ETN. This fourth, and even if it was Ken Walker, like you guys were talking about liking, right? This is a really interesting yeah. pocket for running backs. So, yeah, uh, immediate uh, immediate made a culpa for me because uh, JT would have ruined the yeah. Funny how that works. So, <laughs> I'm, I was wrong and you were right. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess what? What's the two v two? It's it's JT and who would have been the wide receiver we took? Like grab Dotson, no. maybe, maybe. Who would so so who would yeah. have been the wide receiver? I'm trying to do a two v two. So tell me, Chris Godwin maybe Godwin Godwin. So then you're looking at JT no. and Godwin versus Keenan and Etn. Keenan I'll take our side. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, Najee comes off the board. J.K. Dobbins here too, and again, that's like another thing where 
like I'm, I'm so obviously used to the underdog drafts, but even on FFPC stuff, like you don't see ETN and Dobbins going that close together, like basically ever. Like Dobbins yeah, is normally absolutely. a pretty big gap. Yep. I mean, we got a good team. Oh yeah, I, like, I really like this team. I like this team. Yeah, <laughs> well, we we definitely. I think the ETN falling value really helped get over kind of that wipeout of receiver there in the fourth. So, um, I think that that really, yeah, it really turns around what we can do with upside receivers. You know, throughout a lot of this draft now. You guys ready to be pissed, boys? Oh, oh yeah, they okay. have no choice now. We're going. The uh, I did want to answer a few people didn't. So the KDS that stands for Kentucky Derby style. It's not an auction thing. You just set and order your preferences. And so like if everyone, if only one person wanted one and one person wanted two and went down the line, then everyone would get what they want. If multiple people want the same thing, then it's like randomized to see who gets their desired slot. So well, what's uh, for? Oh, go ahead. Well, what's so funny about that is they they literally draw and then they look at what the top available on your list is for each person. Because yes. we were there in the room for it for the 10K one when they were drawing. But we set 110 as our top preference. And we don't know if we yes. were the first drawn team or if the first eight drawn teams <laughs> didn't want 110 and we were the ninth drawn team. We have no idea. And it's it's probably either are equally likely as far as I I can. don't think they're doing this manual with the baseballs like uh, Greg was doing at the, the live okay, events, though. Sure, that yeah. would be incredible if Greg was pulling out the baseballs <laughs> for, for every one of these behind the scenes. I, I want to I talk about this um, because we mentioned McLaurin. Uh, John says, how far should Terry be falling? It doesn't seem it should be this far. He does come off the board right here. Like, how right are you after handling Dawson. Terry? Yeah. So in my rankings, I updated it to put these two as the next two receivers in this order. Dotson one spot ahead of McLaurin, but they they were both behind uh, Chris Godwin for me. But right in this range, behind Deontay Johnson, I have them ahead of Chris Kirk, uh, uh, Christian Kirk. But like, yeah, right in this range is where I wound up landing them, and I did put Dotson one spot ahead. Really. I have McLaurin ahead of Dotson still. I still like. I guess the the concern that he could go on IR. I mean that that would really be rough. So it, yeah, yeah. The big thing for me is that like I have ETN well ahead of where I have like all these receivers. So I just that's why I was like, oh, I mean, it would have been a misstep to take Dotson over ETN, like just straight up. I, I wouldn't have liked yep. that at all. Agree. The um. So the starting lineup again, uh, it's quarterback, which is six point passing touchdown, which is why you do see some of these quarterbacks go earlier. Two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, one flex, one team kicker, one team defense. No tight end premium. Hawkinson goes here. It, isn't Hawkinson? He's been missing practice. Did I see something pop up today he where he has like some kind of issue? That's a, I'm not getting paid enough injury is what it is. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, is Ken Walker still? Sorry to name someone. We're not taking another running back, are we? No. <laughs> no, we can't do it. <laughs> no. The uh, wow. uh, Berg, have you been watching? Have, have people not been watching the streams this year? Did you guys see what we did with Sean <laughs> last week? This doesn't feel like ship tasting with all these running backs. All we've been doing is drafting running backs all offseason. <laughs> <laughs> The Buckeye Boomers for a reason. <laughs> uh, All right, I've Eli got a few guys loaded up into the queue. So, yeah. um, what do 
we and then what are we thinking from a ranking standpoint? Well, hmm. I okay, yeah. Uh, I, I'm with Josh on the names he's putting into the chat, but let's hold off on that. I'm saying it out loud too much. I like those guys. Kenneth Walker finally goes here. Wow, that cup team really getting a nice run out. <laughs> they took Aaron Jones, though. <laughs> we're fading the middle round, Gretch. Also, also, that's cheating, Gretch, because originally we were ogling team five. five. So you've just yeah. it over to six. Well, he took Madison yeah. over Walker. That's his own fault. It's a what have you done for me five, lately five kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. What positionally think, are we receiver or are we have any interest in tight end? No, I think we I think we got to go wide receiver. I'm good with that. It's a start punch, but I mean we, we we might be flexing running back. Yeah, we will be flexing yeah. running back. We will no, be like, We need yeah. to be flexing running back. I think if we think there's like a clear tier break and the the tight end jumps out, but I, I don't think we're quite there yet with this okay. this wide receiver group. So our, we're about to pick here in the sixth round at 6'10". We've started Bijan, Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, Brees Hall, Travis Etienne. Finally seeing some running backs come off the board here. Alexander Madison, Kenneth Walker, uh, Michael Pittman goes Damian Pierce, and we are on deck here. We'll see what Team 9 does. I'll feel, feel pretty good depending on how this turn goes. We got We got some names here that look interesting to us. The team who's on the clock right now started Eckler, Chubb, Debo, Mike Williams, Lamar Jackson. wonder if they're tempted with a little Baltimore stack here. And they, are, our, they take Mike there. Evans. Um, yes. So it's I was like they're all pretty close. Yeah. George Pickens. Yeah, I, I'm George Pickens here. I think there's a clear pick here. I think Pickens. It's finally nice to get some, you know, youth on this this boomer team, yeah. this boomer wide receiver room here. Yeah. We're all in, we in agreement. Too. Yeah, what an easy pick. Yeah, yeah. What about Brandon Cooks? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Jalen Tolbert. Jalen Tolbert's really pushing uh, that receiver three. We spot need a veteran leader on so. this team. I think. I. Do you know what I haven't heard in a while? Has anyone at, from training camp said George Pickens has that dog in him? I just like the people who know that. ball have stopped saying that guy has that dog in him. I just realized <laughs> people who are too busy ball. saying, telling each other they know ball. They don't bother. Yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering if people think we know the ball or not based on this team. Uh, I think maybe because of the older receivers, they might, I don't know. But we're taking running backs with profiles that we love. So right after us, Gabe Davis goes. Team 12 has been going uh, no running backs yet. They go A.J. Brown, Garrett Wilson, T. Higgins, Justin Herbert, Deontay Johnson. Look at this. Chat's coming around, guys. You're winning them back over. This team is fire. It is funny how when you do hyper fragile builds the chat they hate it and then they love it they do come around <laughs> that's right yeah i mean george pickens is uh our number three receiver 
you know, a little spoiler spoiler alert. He made it into the top two rounds, you know, mm-hmm. for uh, for for Shaw, right? So we got a, a pretty good upside receiver with a, a lot of potential uh, splash plays this year. Yeah. Um. All right. We so the turn team goes Elijah Moore and Rashad White. I still think we're in a nice range here for a wide receiver, and I do think like regard like the wide receivers are probably going to get pretty wiped out by the time yeah we get sure. back around. So this is a clear wide receiver pick. It's kind of just picking our our flavor here. The guy at the top of the queue who's still available is Marquise Brown. Um, I think we ended up taking him in our first NFFC uh, draft. Montgomery. David Montgomery goes, so okay. we're on the clock, guys. Uh, I feel like this is a debate on the rookie wide receivers, but I think we I, we're all leaning one way. Decision points: JSN versus Jordan Addison. It sounds, sounds like most of yep. you guys are JSN, but yeah, I'd be fine letting I, him go. But the only reason I have pause, even as a as a JSN bull, is because we're a little behind at wide receiver yes. and wanting that early season production. But I, I think we recovered nicely. Uh, getting Pickens there, I'm I'm obviously <clears throat> okay with JSN. I'm not going to turn that down. I would be JSN. For what the reason that you're saying there is that we do have three really JSN. pretty strong receivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, 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 yeah, I think especially one of the one of the other ways you can and I would be Jason too. Okay, we got it. One of the other ways I would put the being behind a receiver thing is we need hits at this point, and mm-hmm. Jason crushing camp, absolutely lighting it up in the preseason. Targets Pratt run off the charts. Efficient plays on top of it. Was you know already crushed the combine this offseason better than we thought. Was already a production based player that we wanted to be in on. Everything points to him being a star, like an immediate yep. star. The the hand injury sucks, but I don't think we can get the upside. Addison could also hit, but I don't think we can get the upside for, from his profile anywhere else at receiver at this point. And so to get him to this build now, I think it gives us you know four legit ceiling plays that we otherwise might not be able to got, you know, have gotten with basically any other pick at this point. And, and one other thing too is like, cause I know a lot of us have best ball brain, like JSN even becomes a, such a stronger pick in managed exactly. leagues here. Cause someone was asking like why Gabe right. Davis or, or Pickens over Gabe Davis. I mean like Gabe Davis is going to be a nightmare to start, like yeah. even guessing is weak, like best ball pick, very fun best ball pick. Like well, also, but JSN, when he emerges, you are going to feel good about starting him. Range right. of outcomes, right? In managed leagues, you got to think through the range of outcomes on a guy like Gabe Davis. Like, what are the chances that Gabe Davis has a ten- have potential to like push for the number one role in terms of target earning? Like, like basically zero. You know, damn close to zero. Yeah. Whereas, like, the bet on Pickens is that his second year breakout adds an explosive element to the offense. Maybe can't quite get to Deontay Johnson target level because the dude's you know just racking up underneath targets, but. He's like actually emerges as like a key piece of this offense, something that's driving the offense forward. Where Gabe profiles more someone who benefits from the offense. We're kind of hoping he's not as bad as he looked last year. It's more of a best ball pick because you're just like, I know he's on the Bills. Yep. I know we'll have some weeks. I'm going to put him on my team. Pickens is a little riskier, but it's also, I think, a higher upside way to play it. Yeah. So our team here through uh, seven rounds. Bijan, Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, Brees Hall, Travis Etienne, George Pickens, uh, JSN. And I know you guys, it's you know, it's not week 17, but that Pickens JSN, it'll just be a little extra sweeter having those guys oh. going against each other <laughs> oh, yeah. in, in, the, in the playoff spread. Yeah. 
Yeah, man, I, I might be a bad host. Yes, guys, this is a managed league. This is uh, this is a managed league. This is a NFFC prime time. We did do a couple of best ball drafts earlier on NFFC. Uh, last week, we did the Silver Bullet, which is a single entry managed league. But the rest of our drafts uh, on Chip Chasing Wednesday and Thursday nights, these are all of our managed leagues, a.k.a. waivers, a.k.a. Stephanie helping us out as she knows. Yes, this is <laughs> yes, <laughs> Steph, Steph, Stephanie, we, we will be well, Evan and I will be well prepared. So you will you yeah. be fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll be helping out. Don't worry. Uh, exactly. Uh, and, and Pete, I think on top of this being managed, that even the, the structure to get into the shootout is different than what we played on with FFPC. So it's only the top three from each league. And the number one spot needs the most the top the best head-to-head -head record plus the highest points and then after that it's highest points highest points mm -hmm. so we're really chasing you know total points even more than what you would see in ffpc um because they split it up between the head-to-head -head and, and best points yeah um and we don't even actually have a playoff here so it's one through 14 before yep. we get to the shootout yeah. So FFBC is one through 12. So like sometimes historically ship chasing, sometimes, you know, falls behind early because zero historically, anchor. Evan, what are you talking yeah. about? Historically <laughs> falls behind early. What kind of, no, he's, yeah, I mean, we, 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 who's being the asshole, asshole now, Evan? Yeah. yeah, yeah Evan, you're being the fucking asshole. <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Just no, don't you're say not. it. Yeah. You're <laughs> like, <laughs> the the regular season is longer shut. so we can eat the, the zero from our seventh round pick for a few weeks. That's not a big deal on FFP. Yeah. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? <laughs> I'm just speaking the truth, guys. Go on. So, so we're the trust right? tree. One thing that I've noticed here, and Frank is pointing this out, he's saying, like, why didn't Team 9 with Lamar Jackson take flowers? Like, you look across the board here, there's not a lot of stacking. Hurts, no stack. Uh, Deshaun Watson, no stack. Josh Allen, no stack. Justin Fields, no stack. There's the Mahomes Kelsey stack. Burrow, no stack. Lamar, no stack. You do get the Lawrence double stack. And then Herbert, no stack. Like people are not going out of their way to to stack in this format. Interesting. We I should also mention, uh, I know I have the the names obscured, but we got a lot of heavy hitters in this draft, a lot of NFFC royalty, former primetime champs, lots of uh distinguished drafters. So a lot of people who uh who know what they're doing tonight. Um, probably not auto-drafting picks in the fourth round, but we have recovered nicely, I would say. Hey, that was a great – that was the auto-draft of the season right there. That's right. We got both guys. Sky Moore in round seven, guys. Roll the clip. Oof. We oh, are all the way back, boys. <laughs> we are all <laughs> the way back. Sky Moore Tra round seven. Tra Traylon would have been a nice uh, pick to follow yeah. us there. Uh, it seems like he got pushed up a little bit in this draft. Yeah. Really what's the, what's the latest on, on Burks? Has there been any like timeline updates? I haven't seen anything about him in like a week. I feel like. I just not really, no, I haven't seen really any updates other than kind of week, you know, but week um, one, three or something is in doubt. Yeah. Uh, some of the names we got, uh, I know Chad Schroeder's in this one. We got Kim uh, uh, Slisher in this one. Uh, Nelson Sousa in it. this one. Who? Uh, Sousa. You, you said yeah, Sousa. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you unchecked the big sticker? I thing? did. That's right. <laughs> I, was, okay. I, was, 
<laughs> I was wondering why I was still showing that last well, time. Someone pointed that out to me last time because I was laughing. I'm like, why are we obscuring the names if the big sticker just revealed it? Like, you can't unclick big sticker, which actually helps me out too because I'd be trying to like recap picks and like the sticker takes over the entire screen. I can't even see the team. Oh, man. Um, so uh, this round here, eighth round, uh, we're a couple picks away. It goes Miles Sanders, Traylon Burks, Isaiah Pacheco. Then we see a couple tight ends here. George Kittle and Dallas Goddard with the James Conner sandwich in between. Dalvin Cook comes off the board here to the team from the seven hole. And we're up in a couple of picks here. A little bit of a sweat, guys. It is a bit. I mean, one thing is tough about this type of build is that you don't have a ton of flexibility. Yeah, in terms of positional stuff, you kind of need <laughs> this knife is good. This is the this this knife is gonna hurt when they start, hurt start so snacking. Yeah, <laughs> this is oh man, bad. Yeah, so we obviously had Quentin Johnston in the queue. He almost makes it back, which does. <clears throat> yeah, there's there's no way JSN would have made it back, but it is interesting that QJ was two picks away uh, yeah. from making it back. <laughs> I don't see LJSN could have made it back. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a good wide receiver pick here. The one, the guy we want goes, which you're you're not gonna like it. Uh oh, does his name rhyme with? Oh, okay. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, this guy does yeah. not care about. Are, are we running to the podium? We're running, running to the podium. podium. Running the podium. <laughs> running yeah. to the podium. Okay. Do it. Right, Rashad yeah, Bateman, yeah. right? We're talking about yeah. Bateman. I'm yeah. always worried when no one says the name. Can we talk about the name? <laughs> that clicks Kadarius Tony. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh no, I picked Tony. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Sorry. yeah. And Pat joked about Brandon Cooks, but uh as he made it all the way says here, he is, Was that who it was, Evan? Cooks? I'm pretty sure that's who Evan no, was about to no say. comment right now. <laughs> I would have been uh, that was my backup too. I would have been in. That was my backup. Yeah. But Bateman. Was a very good they, deal. That's like that's a very like clear tier yes. break, uh, yep. <laughs> right there. I mean, I could see a starting Bateman very early in the season, depending on how Week One shakes out. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, Reese and JSN might not necessarily be super startable right away. We don't know. Yet. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, for a while. The um, I was just you? reading. Uh, there was an article about Dobbins <laughs> and Bateman from camp and how. Mm -hmm. They're both poised to have a big year. And I think, Pat, we were talking about this this morning on Best Ball Breakfast, how there was, like, early doubts about those guys and had, like, basically moved their ADP down, like, around yeah. round and a half. And it's just never recovered, like, even though there's no bad news on those guys anymore. Yeah, I can't – I want I like – I know there's probably some GIF out there, some, like, viral type of thing. I, I, don't, I don't know how to find it, and I can't think of exactly what I'm looking for. But it's, like – the market this summer has been well. Hang on, I'll do my analogy after this. Pick. Yeah, we should probably think about this pick here. I wanted yeah, to discuss. Cooks. He was the he was the boomer pick I wanted, but mm. honestly, I would take the receiver at the top of the queue here. Uh, we put him in the chat. It's, it's who it's you think in the it is right now, Gretch. I don't have the queue up. He doesn't no, have I it. it you could... oh, sorry. Oh. I, I have PTSD from this guy because he's been on all of our teams. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. All right, well, let's let's not do it then. We we can do it. I'm just, but Josh, I think, I think him. Who else do you want around here? Yeah, who else? Well, Gretchen and I both like Dobbs. Okay, I'm I'm not a Dobbs. Fan. I, I think you could Dobbs go Pat Fryermuth. I think you could go Tua in a six point per pass TD league. 
But yeah, I mean, I think Dobbs is my receiver personally. I think a quarterback we like will come back around if we like a different player here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine pushing quarterback for sure. I'd be fine with Firemuth. His preseason stuff was a bit better in the second game. I wasn't big on Firemuth here, but like the wide receivers we could take. I mean, I don't. Tony would be the guy, but if Josh is that. Tony high. would be my right wide receiver. Yeah. Josh, you have you like Dobbs too? I do. Yeah. So we got a, we're split. We got a split room. Three Dobbs. So it's two, either, it's either Dobbs or Fryermuth. It sounds like because Tony's Fryermuth getting outvoted. Revote. I I'm still Dobbs there. I'd be, I'd be Fryermuth. Dobbs. Here, but it's Dobbs for me then. You can go Dobbs. Gretch, Dobbs or Fryermuth. Dobbs. 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 Dobbs is fine. There it is. Red right down to the clock. Yeah, I, I don't mind tight <laughs> end later. It, that's totally fine. I think it was sharp there to get a sixth receiver with with our Fryermuth snapped up like that. Yeah. Yeah. He got snapped up. This this format um, devalues uh, tight end even more so beyond the scoring position too. Just with the the start three wide receivers and right. we know how deep uh, tight end is there. Not that I think Frymuth was a bad pick uh, whatsoever. I just don't. I think we're gonna have plenty of cracks at at tight end. Josh yep. and I discussed the tight end in this area. Um, we didn't love it, but based on how this room has gone with the wide receivers that we could have taken inside of Firemuth, I didn't hate it taking it there. But yeah, Dobbs is, to- is totally fine. I'm, I'm content I, with that. Wait, I did forget. It's been so long, Gretch. It's sped so long that I <laughs> fired up. Romeo W's. Romeo W's. Second and five. Strong to the end zone. I'm a young fly stunner, I'm the coldest in the game And I told him I would do it, so I actually did it I was trying to get some money, but the fame came with it I'd like to take Romeo Dub so we get uh, a little Minnesota bring back in week 17 17, Let's go Play action Oh, your dubs up. Oh, your dubs up. <laughs> Gretch, Gretch, talk <laughs> about Gretch, talk about Dobbs because he's always he's a guy I get a ton of pushback on, and he seems like a little bit polarizing. Everyone's super hyped up on Musgrave and Reed. Tell the people why they need to be more excited about Dobbs. Yeah, I mean, it, there's not really. I thought he had a really intriguing prospect profile last year as sort of a late round guy. The the concern when I wrote about the targets prop run stuff this off season, because he did earn volume at a good, good rate. He just wasn't very efficient. The concern for me was these day three guys usually then don't get another opportunity. If they're not efficient, if they're not good in year one, he uh, isn't, I mean, the biggest thing for me is you look at the Packers uh, receiving core. They do not have a receiver that has been in the NFL longer than last season. Their entire receiving core is 2022 or 2023 it's either freshmen or sophomores at the nfl level Dobbs is very clearly going to be running a ton of routes on the outside he like they've been talking about it all offseason like him and watson are going to be the outside guys they got reed they immediately start talking about reed as a full-time slot guy it seems like he's going to run a ton the young guys are going to play musgrave's going to play it's all 2022 and 2023 guys they're, they're going to run a ton of routes and so, I mean, if, if you're going to have him out there running a bunch of routes, he still has this intriguing profile. He earned volume at a decent clip last year. Pretty strong targets per out run. 
Like, I'm willing to then be back in on the bet. The concern with a player like this, a fourth-round pick, a day-three pick, is just that they're not going to get the routes. But the routes seem really locked in. Yep. I, I am concerned he's not that good. Yeah. We that's, do need to see the efficiency good. rebound. Yeah. Yeah. He profiles as someone I want to be kind of in on more in, like, the 11th round. Is like we're kind of where I have them, so I don't, you know, it's fine. I think the best case form for this team for me would be like we're gonna know right away, and if he's good, like that would really help us with JSN. Whereas like Tony is another, he's like an adding another JSN type guy, Brees type guy, where it's just like how many how many dudes can we just sit on for three weeks or whatever? And if you want like minor notes to look positive at he wasn't efficient last year during the season mostly playing with Rodgers he was efficient in the preseason playing with Jordan Love last year and there was all this talk that Love loved him in camp last year and then this year they he's been efficient again this preseason playing with Jordan Love so I mean those scored a touchdown in the first game had a long like a 40-yard catch in the second game I, I don't think they've played a ton their starters but uh when I've watched him like Love seems to still really like him and he's thrown to him a decent amount so I mean hopefully there's just a better connection I guess with a different quarterback the starting to think about uh quarterback stuff so team five team six and us at team 10 are the only teams without quarterbacks yet it's just something to think about here too especially if like if team five and six grab quarterbacks here or whatever um Sure, could a team double tap quarterback? Daniel Jones goes here, but um, I, I do think we're getting to a territory here where even pushing quarterback a little bit more um, could make sense unless we have a guy we really like. We also have um, a decent amount of stacking type stuff, whether you know you could even do like a Rogers Hall. Obviously, guys like Love, Gino. Best ball, best ball bros weren't were, uh, big fans of the, of the quarterback uh, running back. Or no, they love the quarterback running back stack. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Great video. That was fantastic. If anyone hasn't seen that yet, that yeah. was one of Pete's best of the offseason. Tomorrow, Manage League Bros uh, 2023 video yes. will be coming out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm afraid for some of my KDS quotes making, making that video. <laughs> picking off with the quarterback running back was a real dagger i because that's like one of those ones where I, I don't even know how many times i've i've touted it but i've thought about it a lot so it's just like oh my god damn it that one uh that one hit the I will say, you know, looking at like tier breaks, um, I guess you could maybe argue that we're already kind of wiping through one here when when Jalen Warren and Tank Bigsby come off the board, but there still is a couple of running back names here. The other the other wide receiver who's been falling like a rocket, I don't know how much you would want to sink the roster spot, but Jamison Williams is um, is here as well. I don't like that. We we talked about Firemouth last time. Um, David Njoku's here. Yep. <clears throat> I'm not a huge yep. Njoku guy, but that's – I mean, it's, I have It's definitely like, a breakdown to Schultz and Chig and stuff sure. from him. Right. Ingram's still – oh, Ingram went. Oh, Ingram, yeah, no, Ingram I, went. I would – yeah. 
the, the Joku's the same thing as Fireman. It's like, I didn't want to take those guys in this range, but it's what else are we taking in this build besides a tight end? It's like, right. Yeah. What, what the running back for me is just another bet on, well, we, we, we're not taking running back here. Sorry. No, we're, no, we're not. That, that's my yeah. point. Like, we, this yeah. is the range we're taking running backs, but we're not. And yeah. the wide receivers are wiped out. So, yeah. I mean, Rashad Penny shouldn't be still still here, but we, we don't need to take him. That's what I was looking at too, Gretch. Um, yeah, I, I think I lean Njoku. shouldn't be in here either, right? So, yeah. Njoku seems I, like the best yeah. Yeah. pick to me. I'm with you guys. And it doesn't that. preclude us from taking stabs on other tight ends whatsoever. Yeah. It just gives us yeah. a really nice starter here out of the gate. Josh, you like that? Well, I mean, what about receiver pulling a receiver up I, here based, like, based I, on what's getting wiped out? So I think both of these names that you have in the queue uh, are going to be here uh, in the beginning of the 11th. I feel pretty strongly about yeah, this, that. The second one definitely will be. Okay. Yeah. Then, I, I then Josh, I'm, like, what do you think, Josh? I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay going in Joku here. I mean, if that if that's what we want to do, I think it's it's really down to receiver and tight end for me. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think about yeah, because the the quarterback here is really flat, and you know it is nice here to kind of solidify the starting lineup uh, a little bit. And like I said, I, I could still envision us taking a second, even a third uh, tight end potentially. I, yeah, there's some upside guys late that we can sneak in for sure yeah um yeah team nine does not care about hamstrings as dj chart comes off the board uh in the 10th round i'm guessing they missed that one josh it says we're on auto draft is that accurate yeah why does that say that yeah, i'll turn that off. off it's off I now. Got it. um it, Kate I... comes off So we are waiting on the turn team. Our team through 10 rounds, uh, we got three running backs, Bijan, Brees, Hall, Travis, Etienne. We are up to uh, six wide receivers, Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, George Pickens, George Pickens, JSN, Rashad Bateman, Romeo Dobbs, and then we grab David Njoku in the 10th there. I mean, Kincaid going off one pick after Njoku feels like Pretty, pretty good. Right, that, that's that's the point. Yes, for yeah. sure. I don't love taking those type of guys, but it's based on who else we could have taken. I just don't think there's that great of a bet around here. So I think the joke made a lot of sense. All right, do we want to go quarterback here? There's two guys I love in the in the queue. Um, or should we I, wait it out? I'm certainly open to it. Yeah, I. Um, I'm counting the table. I think there's a. I think there's a better chance the quarterbacks that we like come back than there are the wide receivers. So I would just okay. lean to the wide receiver. But if you guys are getting itchy I, I, about a quarterback, yeah, I, I would rather push it and take a receiver here. Yeah, I'm, I'm in for but that. the receivers we're talking about. Uh, I mean, so there's one that will probably that might not make it back. I think the, the other one, the queue will come back. I, I, I'm pretty. That's strong. a long. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a ways. I'm putting. A, I just put another guy in the queue that. Um, that's the guy I would. He's, he he is have, mispriced right now. He should be gone. We have 13 seconds. Yeah. Should we? Can I sell you guys on Jonathan yeah. Mingo here, and we can? Uh, I'm fine with that. Mm. I don't like. I would be Mims over Mingo. Okay, well, Mingo. We, well, we didn't I get think, enough. Sorry. 
we didn't get enough time to to sort that out. Um, but- I think it was receiver over QB there. I think yeah, Mims goes. I didn't think Mims was coming back because the receivers were yeah. were they're all getting pulled oh, up. Shit, Jesus. So, yeah. so I think yeah. we were take to me it was a receiver over a QB just because of that. Um, yeah, and there's only I one think- other person without a QB. But to kind of and I'll let pat give his thing but to kind of detach the like best ball brain from manage thing again like as much as we like mims like mims doesn't have number one target upside on his offense where he has a 25 plus percent target share where you feel comfortable starting him every week in a way that like that path is like so clear for mingo now the preseason usage is good like he could be a guy you feel comfortable starting each week and you're not just praying for a long touchdown yeah i mean mingo's very athletic he's got a lot of like holes and flaws in his prospect profile. He's, he's not a great prospect, but he has he's super athletic with second round draft capital. And when you see guys that are going to get playing time right away with that profile, like like kind of even when it doesn't work, it works. Like with Chase Claypool, you know, like I just I don't really see how they don't give him a ton of run. And there's little nuggets that I think are really encouraging. Like it seems like uh based on reading Nathan Yankee's recaps of the preseason stuff that DJ Chark is now playing the X when it was thought that he might play the Z and Terrace Marshall seems to have fallen down to fourth on the depth chart. And that all kind of points to Jonathan Mingo playing Z that they might be like rearranging kind of other dudes roles with the idea of how do we get Mingo where we think he plays the best. So I think, and Thielen's probably in the slot in, in that 11 personnel. So, you know, maybe maybe Thielen kicks the outside of Mingo Costa off the field in 12 personnel to start the year. Um, maybe he's a rotational guy all year. Maybe he's just not good. But I do think he has that kind of – that path to being a, like a locked-in starter down the stretch. Yeah, his his preseason usage, uh, he ran a route on 100% of Bryce Young's dropbacks, posted a 40% uh, target share. And, like, the entire wide receiver room there is banged up uh, basically right now too. Jark just – Got some right? The, the hamstring yeah. today. Hamstring yeah. today. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I've been pretty yeah, low on the first, but I'm coming around. Yeah. The so so every team except us now has a quarterback to the team six takes Kirk Cousins. Team five has Daniel Jones. I, I think we'll feel good uh about being a little patient there uh at quarterback. I agree. I think that's the one that I was probably willing to push the most yeah. out of all the uh, between like tight end and and QB of just uh, being so flat here. So, yeah. And the other thing, same same with the tight end thing, right? Like it's not like we have to be one and done at quarterback. We're definitely in the range where we can take, you know, an upside flyer or whatever. Rashad Penny falls all the way to twelve one. Uh, wow. goes after guys like Moster, Jamal Williams, Taji Spears, Tyler Algier, Roshan Johnson. I mean, I like all those names to an extent, but man, that Rashad Penny fall feels feels like too much. It does. I mean, and it's also like he's one where I'd rather take tar- – I'd rather take flyers on him and manage now. Like I, I have – You're going to know right away. Yeah, we're going right to know. Away. We're going to know before the season. <laughs> we'll know before right away almost, you know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's a super easy bet on talent. 
Uh, Nick Bird, who's my resident uh, Panthers insider, keeps really close tabs on them, says, uh, Reich said Mingo has been the guy he's been most impressed with this offseason. There's legitimate chance he's the wide receiver one, getting similar targets to DJ Moore with crazy uh, yak ability. Obviously a bullish reading there, but uh, nice to hear Mingo's having a good camp. That's uh, a good case. I took a Bryce Young Offensive Rookie of the Year future after preseason week one because I thought he looked – Pretty comfortable relative to the other quarterbacks. I mean, obviously, like Bijan's the favorite. Like, obviously, like the, the running backs could win it. Uh, but I do think he's probably he's like five to one, and I think he looked wow. a lot more comfortable in the preseason than Richardson and Stroud. Um, five to one for rookie of the year. Yeah. Wow. Young. Yeah, that's a really good bet. Yeah. <laughs> Josh says Miko is a smash. Chark and Marshall hurt. The only time I've seen Thielen selected was on best ball brunch. <laughs> if you that is that the best moment of best ball yeah. brunch. Holy cow, Pat! If you it, based on one of our group chats, it did seem like you watched the entire thing. No, no, no. I, and I want to. I'm hoping that Tyler. I'm hoping that Tyler or someone has watched the whole thing, or maybe we could like break it up and watch. Because I, I mean, it's so long. Like, what are we doing? But. Um, I mean, I guess they're drafting a whole best ball team is why it's so long, but I scrolled around and I, I swear to God, like every time I watched something, it was hilarious. It was like some, it felt like every time I was hitting a nugget where like, I, I got with like one where the guy's like, yeah, we just jumped the shark with that pick and now we're going to fuck that shark. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> and then the, the feeling misclick, he goes, oh, I pressed the wrong one. He goes, oh no, who'd you take? She goes. Feeling. <laughs> it's wild. I can't believe this exists. <laughs> it's just crazy. So did they? So you're saying they serviced the audio listeners on that? They sure did. Yeah, they serviced the audio <laughs> listeners. I don't know if you recap the team. Maybe that's what I need to do. I need to watch the stream uh, as I've just audio only. I've thought about watching it audio only to see, yeah, and we can see <laughs> I if think, the hell they might say service. But then the you miss some of the live a little text that pops up on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Philadelphia Eagles off the board uh, their defense in the 12th round here um, okay uh, alright we are about to be on the clock um, I, I do think at this point like if we want to go with the uh, the quarterback teams are starting to, to grab their second quarterback here this seems like a perfectly fine range uh, if we do want to go that way yeah, I want to check Wilson. Tyler's writing the transcript of this. Oh, we're on the clock. Sorry. Yeah, uh, would we, we want to dip our toe back into any running backs before we try to go around? I mean, a chain is pretty damn interesting at this at this spot. We don't want to go quarterback here. Or we want to we get, wrap it. The but, only thing is, Will Lawrence and Herbert teams. But yeah, they, they can double I mean, up. Those are like. I got like at least two to three, two to three QB targets here. So fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys like A chain? Oh, I, I have a clear QB target. You guys have that many? Um, Who is your target? We have 10 seconds. Gino. And Gino Smith's my guy here. Yeah. Gino. All right. Then let's, it sounds like pretty... we have, yeah, let's just yeah. do Gino then because it's let's like, let's take him. Okay. We just love taking injured guys to find A chain. Yeah. No, I think Gino. I think Gino's a good pick. Here. I guess there's yeah, there's one more decent one. I, I I'm not looking at the queue, but yeah, I feel like Gino's a really good bet at this point. What, yeah, what about two JSN? 
Yeah. Particularly with the. Mm. Go ahead. What about Goff? Yeah, he would have been. He would have been a good one too. Yeah. Yeah. So between those two and like, you know, Wildcard and Richardson, I, I mean, I know the passing T concern that you had there, but Richardson would be borderline undraftable for me in this format. I don't think people understand that he's like a legit bench risk early. I know that's something we will know early, so it'd be okay to like we could draft multiple quarterbacks, but it's that's I mean, they're not even playing him in the preseason. I've talked to people that think they're just hiding him. Every person that I talk to behind the scenes thinks that we're gonna see Gardner Minshew this year. Like like analysts. Smart people. Which would be awesome. But no one wants to say it because he also has the athleticism where, like, he can break fantasy football and you don't want to be the guy who didn't take the the rushing QB. But, like, legit smart analysts think he's going to get benched and fairly quick. And in a a format like this where it's 20 yards per point and six point per passing TD, you need passing yards. And and the whole issue is accuracy. I mean, I think his rushing is going to play up and they're going to be fine with with his mobility. But there's, like, real – Concern, and most of the college football people were saying this around the draft too. Like his accuracy is a real concern. Well, so, just to be clear, the I think to, Gretch, the main point you're making, this is six point passing TD, and he can get absolutely right. lapped. That's the point in this format is where I'm format. specifically. Yeah. yeah, if I'm going to take some bets, I'm going to take him in a format where rushing really plays up, right? Like why? That that's where you take your swings at him. Yeah, which I've taken him whole- in best ball and stuff. The whole the whole reason you take Anthony Richardson is because of the rushing yards. And if that yeah. is really mitigated by the scoring format, it's not a cheat code. It just like maybe gets him close to the guys that right. throw a bunch. <clears throat> right. Um all right. So Gretch is running back, went off the board. Are we are we <laughs> into a receiver here or A chain went too, man. I yeah. I honestly like the tight end we have in the queue here. If we're gonna take another uh, big swing at an upside tight end. That that yeah. tight end is Laporta. By the yes. yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in. So I, I'm good. I'm good taking Laporta. Yeah, let's there. do it. Yeah, I like it. Okay. And take again, too, point. like thinking through the managed element, and as much as like we've come to love all the late round tight end value, the guys you're going to be actually super excited to start that could realistically emerge as a top seven, top tight end weekly play, like Laporta is getting close to being like the end of that list that can realistically do that. Not say that the other tight ends don't have that top five weekly upside, but like a consistent role uh, projection-wise there, it, it feels like Laporta is that guy. So if we have to do the Njoku pick over again, would we would we still go over his tight end there, or we go back to receiver at that point? I felt like I that was kind of an inflection that. point for us there. I feel good about that. Yeah. I like having Njoku, yeah. I do, I do it, too. It's based on who we didn't have. It, it, like, who around, like, Rasheed Rice, maybe? I mean, who right. who around that are we taking? Right well, it would, yeah. been, it would have been, Ming, it, it, I mean, all of these receivers in that 11th round were completely pulled up, right? So It yeah. would have been Mims, yeah. probably, right? Mims. Yeah. Because we take Mingo, and then Mims is there, and we take him. Right. Something like Whatever. that. Something like that, yeah. Mm. And Njoku has that upside to be top five guy. I don't think anyone denies that. I think one thing about our our build is that we have JSN, so yeah. to be able to get a you know Njoku to help us early in the season, and you know he is he is what he is, but he's not you know he he'll be startable for us. Um, 
And I think that helps. I think that helps this build as we've got a Brees Hall, we've got a JSN, we've got some rookies. Um, so yeah, I think if we didn't have JSN, then it's like, all right, well, we really need to prioritize some late season upside at wide receiver. So how, how did he shake out for you, Pat, in that in the in the write up you did with the um, Titans when it came to play action and blocking for him? Not particularly well, but not. But it was like one of those things where my conclusion on that was that there's been this clear gap in ADP between it was Waller and now it's Goddard um, down to the next group. And mm. that I think the market had that exactly right. There is a clear gap between those profiles and the guys above them. Um, but that gap should probably even be bigger than it was, was kind of my feeling of like, I've been sitting there and taking the discount and taking the Firemuth and Joku and even Ingram some, but feeling like, you know, there should be more of a discount on these guys. But then if you get Njoku at the end of the 10th round, that is more of a discount, you know, than we have typically gotten. So, yeah, I don't, again, I don't love him there, but it's, it's just like he was a, a value and there wasn't a ton else that was jumping out. Yeah, I like how it it played out. And after our whole Anthony Richardson discussion, he goes the pick after Laporta. Uh, Team Six, who uh, some of us uh, weren't lusting over, he now has gone three straight uh, quarterbacks here. Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott, uh, Jared Goff there. Very uh, Yeah. Russell Wilson comes off the board here, and, uh, and Zeke as well Zeke? at the end of the 13th round. Have you guys been in the lab uh, with your your kicker, team kicker, and team defense strategy? I have some thoughts. All right. Put my feet up. Yeah. Yeah. That's Kevin. That's Evan's world. Yeah. Yeah. Penn says he loves Team 10. That's our team, Penn. I don't know if he's messing around, but that's us. Wow, the chat likes a, the streaming team. That's amazing. <laughs> what, well, what are the odds? This is the play, right? Because when they can see who the team name is, they purposefully say they like other teams, you know, because they know it'll right. get under our skin. And so now we obscure it, and uh, we don't reveal which team is ours, and then they naturally come to love it. <laughs> it's quite <laughs> so the Warshack uh, Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Ah, uh, holy cow, man. Taekwon Thornton. Jesus. Uh, I've let that one go. But some people haven't. Ness saying he wonders which team took Brees Hall. It was us. Yeah, that's that's a good good bet. I just floated an idea in the uh, in the private chat to uh, I like to that. Chew on. I like that idea. Are we? What are we thinking quarterback strategy wise? Do you guys want to just ride with Gino, or you want to double up? I wouldn't mind getting another quarterback, one preferably that we think has some some upside. Maybe guys more currently on pop plays plays in Arizona. He would certainly fit that bill. Um, well, Colt, Colt I, McCoy is going to be working for Underdog Evan pretty soon, so I think he already is working for Underdog. <laughs> Um, I mean, and even like 
you know, a guy like Kenny Pickett's probably going to go close to undrafted uh, in this. Guys like Sam Howell at the end of the draft. I mean, there are some, like, upside cracks uh, if we want. Bryce I don't think we have to go out of our way to do any of them here at 14-15. Oh, Cassie, Kenny Pickett just goes. <laughs> what a mush. He's going to go undrafted, and then the Burrow drafter takes him unstacked. Here's all the QBs that I would take in the 14th round that go undrafted, right? All right. Maybe we do need to take a quarterback now. Jesus. Well, just side note, Geno Smith plays the Rams horrible defense and then in the dome against uh, Detroit the first two weeks. So those are two starts. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hmm. Actually, I'll, I'll... Yeah, I think. I have lots of options. I, I think it's yeah. Yeah. So we, most... we don't need to really do anything with the quarterback right now. No, we're yeah. fine. Yeah, because I'm looking at the board, um, and everyone either has an elite quarterback in the first two rounds or two quarterbacks, except one team other than us. The mm-hmm. Daniel Jones team just has one, and the Lawrence it, team. It would be the. Uh, we're on the clock, yeah. Pete. You want to take our guy? Oh, and Jaden Reed. Yeah. So, Jaden Reed, are you guys into that? 100%. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so this this is, again, another thing that just, I think, works out really well for us because from the Dobbs thing, too, like we were saying, of just knowing out of the gate, and if if Reed has Dobbs dusted, then then we're covering our, our bases there at a pretty cheap cost uh, in the 14th there. Jawan Johnson, Cole Komet, and Dalton Schultz are the only tight ends who have come off the board since we took uh, Laporta. Was it was it Nick Underhill has been reporting about Jawan Johnson? Is Buzz starting to build on him? Yep. That I've been seeing. It is, yeah, yeah. Their car's been talking him up. There was kind of that thing of like, oh no, he's not going to play, and I was like, they're not not going to play. But I thought he was getting dulcet basically before we knew dulcet was getting dulcet. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't seem like that really is the case. I mean, he, he probably won't be out there for every snap, but he's, I think, going to get plenty of, of routes and stuff. Yeah. Um, I like your guys' thought of, of you guys like going running back here in the 15th? I think it's time. Yeah. Last time we took a running back was in the fifth round with the <laughs> end. Feels so long ago. Oh, this this was the thing Derek Carr said to draft a bit fantasy. That's that's the boost. Levitan's brother narrative. Yep. <laughs> All right, boomers, talk it through. Which which running back are you guys uh, eyeing here? I think it's down to two. I think it's Chuba, and I, I'm interested in Chandler here. I think I'm a little Chandler over Ch- Chuba right now. I think based on the um, running backs we have. Chandler feels like the bigger, just bigger swing. It's something happening to Madison. I think he has the clear path to just a workhorse role. But like Chuba just feels like the the classic RB2 that we'd be drafting if we had one running it back up top. But I like taking Chandler just for the bigger cut. Um Chandler, that's my next best running back as well on my list. So I like I'm Chandler. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, I like right. it. Boom. 
All right. We grab Ty Chandler here right after Devin Singletary comes That's off the board. That's one of those ones where I was like, you, you're like, oh, you know, I saw in the private, like, oh, we like Chandler, but you go, and I'm like, I'm like what? And then it's like, oh, wait, yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> like, best ball, I wouldn't do that. I would take I like, Chuba. I like Chuba straight up over so Chandler. Hard. But it's just based on who we have up top. Like, I don't think yeah. we're going to be finding the need to be starting. I, I really don't. I really hope we're not starting Chuba Hubbard in a pinch because that means yeah, happened up top. Right. And if you right. want to. If you want to get excited about the playoff sprint 15 to 17 minnesota has the fifth highest average team total weeks through 15 through 17 they get a potential shootout game at cincy in week 15 and then back-to-back home dome games versus detroit and green bay 16 17 so like all those like the minnesota detroit you know dallas uh to a little bit of a lesser extent like those their playoff schedules are sweet Dome, 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 dome. And and there is an, a difference too. And like one of the things I like in, you know, the Colts obviously also have three dome games. Their, their week 15 through 17 projected uh, average uh, 19 points, fifth lowest in the league compared to say Minnesota up at 23.58. Arizona's is hilarious. 15 points is their average projected uh, total weeks 15 through 17 for each game. Minnesota? Brutal. No, Arizona. Oh, Arizona. At, at the Arizona. lowest. Yeah, yeah. So KC's That's almost hilarious. double. They're at the top, 27 and a quarter. So can somebody sell me that on Michael Wilson and why he's, uh, he's steaming up boards then? What is a Michael Another Jacob Wilson? Sanderson on our hands. No, the, the thesis on Michael Wilson is the Eagles are up, you know, four touchdowns at half and Michael Wilson gets eight targets in the second half. Yeah, the thesis on Michael Wilson is also uh, – Starting wide receivers in best ball are valuable 18th round picks. That's the whole thesis. Mm. That's it. Yeah. I, I have also, uh, Michael. Um, if you do have them stacked, you know, you can take them in the 20th round of a PC league. That's also allowed. Yeah. I, I triggered the Michael Wilson hive today on Twitter, apparently. So you did? Oh, you did? I did. Yeah. What happened? Did you they, do? Did, they did not like my, my, uh, my one for one, 1v1. Uh, with Michael Wilson, so I said, "Why draft Michael Wilson? We can take a different receiver that's on the board." I don't want to name a receiver because they haven't been drafted yet. <laughs> oh. That's a good tweet. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> I feel like with the way we built, we should take down. an elite kicker and an elite D at some point. Like we don't really need to be taking a ton of running backs. We have actually kind of rebounded at receiver depth, and don't really—I mean, the receivers we're going to take from here on out, we're probably just going to cut. Like we might as well just use what we have <laughs> built in yeah. uh, to, to take an elite kicker and elite D on this team. I think there's one receiver that I think makes sense in a managed format that we really can't get somewhere else. So I think he would be my only other preference over taking something elite kicker or D here. So <laughs> this, is, this threat is hilarious, Josh. Josh, don't you every year you have like one or two <laughs> tweets that just go like mega viral? Uh, what was your one last year? It was the Visca. It was the Visca video. It was Aqua the La Visca, right? Oh, my yeah. God. Twitter was unusable for two days. So <laughs> <laughs> well, this the replies. He goes, "Curious why you're out on Wilson." I love him, and Josh goes, "Yeah, never said I'm out on him." And he goes, "Curious why you have the other guy ahead of him," and he goes, "Never said I did." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, it goes man. on like that from there. <laughs> so good. 
Yeah, we are starting to see uh, defenses come off the board here. There were the Eagles in the 12th, <laughs> Niners in the 14th, Patriots in the 15th, now Ravens and Steelers here in the 16th. <laughs> um, team nine is on the clock. They take uh, Rico Dowdle, and now we are OTC. Uh, boys, what are we thinking? Do we want to uh, go with the do we want to roll the clip? Gretch, you feel oh, what's the clip? I do it. Do it. Yeah. Oh, this would be who for the I don't bit. know. I didn't I didn't put Ravens team kicker in the queue. I want I want oh, whoever did it oh, to announce that. that clip. Always roll that clip. Are we doing it, fellas? I, I put it in there. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. do it for the bit. Miss Stephanie, this is for you. Bless up. Forgive us, Father, for our sins. This is glorious. I, I can't <laughs> believe we don't take him every draft. It is really hard not to take him, <laughs> which has always been our issue. Uh, Evan, you know, calls us out for maybe getting off to slow starts in the main event. We also tend to take players, you know, maybe around ahead of ADP if we have a clip for them. <laughs> I wanted the Chiefs kicker just for the take of week, week one and the every week starter, but for the clip and the bit equity – to the greatest. There you go. Um, all right, so we got to figure out here. Uh, we got four more picks. Um, obviously, uh, one will be a defense. Um, it sounds like we're on board with taking a second quarterback. Um, so that leaves kind of two more spots. Think seem it maybe like could be another tight end, could be another running back, another wide receiver. I guess we can kind of go in either direction there. Kyler Murray does come off. The board That's here, as, yeah, yeah. I like the wide receiver that Josh has floated. I, because it's managed, I think like we just take a swing there. You know, yeah, easily cuttable. Oh yeah, that's not, a good pick. Not a lot of opportunity, you know, for things out of here to, to really hit our our sign. Do we have that clip? Let's roll that clip too. Oh we, we have that clip. I haven't that seen that. Back to back clips. Justin Ross, come on down. See, I don't know why we don't have a Justin Ross clip, but I want to roll that clip too. Justin Ross does feel like a guy we should have a clip for. We should definitely have a clip for Justin Ross. Today he's like, this guy hasn't played since 2012. I'm like, dude. I want to tell Davis as, as the Justin Ross drum beat gets, gets louder. <laughs> I literally said, 
I want to, what did I say? I want a Justin Ross clip. I want to roll it again on this yeah. stream. And then you started the clip and it was my voice saying You're going to say again. the same thing. <laughs> I just love it. I also it. love Pat being like, he hasn't played since, dude, this guy said he hasn't played since 2012. Dude, dude I love it. I was getting hit with facts of logic and my counter is, dude. I'm like, dude. <laughs> dude, just vibe. Great dude. call, Josh. That's a, no, that's that a great a good pick. call. I, I like that pick for sure. Yeah, <clears throat> we haven't we don't have a clip um, yet uh, for this for this city, but Devin was kind of noting that you know right after I announced on ship chasing that I was moving to San Diego, it got hit by a hurricane. Yeah, <laughs> no, what is up with that? <laughs> the ship chasing mush now affecting uh, various locales around the country. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> God damn it. I'll bite on this chat. Ross, not good fit for Chiefs offense. Any other team, and he's a number one wide receiver. It's like the exact opposite. There's like a, not a more wide open depth chart in all of football outside of like New England. Uh, I, I don't get that take. No, it's it's how he plays against press coverage, I think. <laughs> this is a – God, I fucking don't know ball. <laughs> <laughs> Evan, at some point, I'm going to call you out for floating all these dusty Lions players in the chat. What is what is going on with you today? It's free. It's a free take a peek. We're going to cut them anyway. At this point, Why? you can take a peek what? on literally anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, literally anyone you're taking a peek on. No, like you see what happens in the first game, then cut them in the first waiver wire run. Yeah, but Jamar Jefferson, Evan? <laughs> I did not float that. <laughs> <laughs> He floated his backup, Craig Reynolds. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good idea, guys. Come on. Don't, don't. Yeah. Um, shout out to Chris. Uh, he says, I'm going to fix the audio on the last clip. This is what happens. See, you know, people get upset with my rigorous editing methodology, but then when you see it on the big screen in front of 400 plus people watching, you want to fine tune stuff. And Nick is actually requesting a punch up here. How do we not have any of the national championships? <laughs> there is a sick one-handed national championship catch that he's not wrong about. Should be on yeah. that clip. Well, I yes. believe Pete uh, said this needs to be 15 seconds or shorter. So, you know, let's... let's... <laughs> I did. That, that Justin Ross clip was like legitimately a full minute. I was like, we got to get this down to 30 seconds. But... <laughs> <laughs> Alex, for a lot of reasons, Alex, the Taekwondo Thornton clip is never getting played again. I am, <laughs> I am des I want a documentary of Pete reviewing these clips. Yeah, you know, and true. just interviews with so, Pete about like why is this clip? What do you think about this? Oh, the I let's so, all right, let's talk the Taekwondo Thornton clip. I know Alex can handle this because uh, I've met Alex and I mean I didn't even give him edits for the clip because it was so bad, and I was like, I'm just like not gonna play it. Oh no! No, That's mean, like, man. You know, I, no, no. Uh, well, well, we played. I think I played it once. Uh, Wait, so we, the Taekwon Thornton clap, clip was so bad it's not going to get played? That seems pretty fitting. That seems pretty fitting. You're right. You're right. That maybe that was the thesis. So of the play. I want to float yeah, something real quick. Yeah. The guy at 12 is the only one who doesn't have a D yet. And the okay. Saints, I, I saw from your fantasy life buddy, uh, Ian Harditz made a case that they have a really good start to their schedule. They have like multiple home games against like the Titans and other not very good teams. They usually go reasonably high. They play the yeah. Titans week one and then Bryce Young and the Panthers week two. At the Panthers. And then they play the Packers after that. So I think that I don't hate that. Yeah. 
And then they get the, they get and the, the Bucks the week after and the that. Bucks. And then the Patriots. Yeah. So yeah. there is a so, lot there. There's sick. like five weeks of, yeah. Even the yeah. Texans are after that in week six. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, can so play them like the first six we, weeks. Before I would you take put that in, do you have any interest in trying to grab a quarterback or not? You want to push that? I think we can push the quarterback. Okay. Because both these teams have two quarterbacks. Could they take three? Sure, but. I don't okay. think so. Um, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely interested in Jordan Love in the 19th. Are you guys? I mean, we have double stacks, so yeah. I mean, the double stack is sort of almost like we're just trying to find one guy, and it's not like we spent any draft capital on it. So if there's someone else you guys like, I'm definitely open to that. We also have uh, Bryce Young stacked with Mingo. Yeah, that's that's sort of the way I'm thinking about Pat. I do think Love has looked decent in the preseason, but I would be meaningfully higher on Howell as like an upside play for a QB2 managed thing. That's fine. I, I, I agree. That's what I wanted to feel you guys. I, I, I do see some upside scenarios for love, but I agree. Push comes to shove. Howell's probably the, the big swing for upside. That's, right. that's the way I feel about it. It's how the bigger swing in, in this passing, passing heavy position uh, for the scoring. Mm-hmm. And I think that all the running backs we have in the queue, sure, maybe one or two get picked off, but I think we just grab the the quarterback we want here. Stafford's still there. I mean, yeah, you can do like boring stuff like Stafford, but yeah, I would. Wow, I would be Dolch, look at the Dolchins fall. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah. Goodness. All right, so Sam um, Howell. I like Sam Howell here. I think I think Howell's yeah really fun okay. for the QB two angle. Is there been? Oh, never mind. Yeah, I think Howell's the Howell's the move. Yeah, because oh, basically... <laughs> yeah, I do. I've actually been hoping we would get some Howell in manage because I in think manage, he's, a, yeah. he's a very fun manage league pick. Um, I think he could hit. Like, I don't want to be like in a position where I have zero Sam Howell entering the season, and I think he's he's sort of a perfect upside swing in this format as well. Is is uh, you've, you've made this point. defensive take before? I was just giving you crap about it. Yeah, but in best <laughs> ball, you know, I'm still pretty out in best ball. Because if he gets benched, it just hurts you so much. The um, <laughs> Expendables, uh, you know, I, I don't know if people are still doing bits or not. No Atlanta correlation with Bijan. This seems like it's in earnest, but this is not a, a Week 17 playoff format. It is a playoff sprint, which is why I was mentioning the Week 15 through 17 schedule for the Vikings there. But uh, we don't have to worry specifically about Week 17 correlation here. Also, but we we have backed teams, into it probably. a little bit though with our chance. Yeah, I mean, or, yeah. But I th- I feel like people are you know preseason taking these extra QBs when but when push comes to shove and waivers, you know, this back of QB is going to be one of their first cuts. So yeah, it it well plenty plenty of time to figure it out later on too. Quarterback always pops yeah. up on the wire. You you don't think it will when in draft season, then all of a sudden they pop up. We yeah. picked up Tua off waivers last year on a yeah, list. Yeah, like last year I was picked up Lawrence and Daniel Jones off waivers. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you never know what's going to happen. Geno Smith is what Geno Smith, Lawrence, Daniel Jones all smashes off waivers. Fields was cut in a lot of leagues last year. Fields, exactly. Fields was Dude, cut. I yeah. holy cow! I just forgot about that. I yeah. remember that. What was, was it like so around bad. six or seven? Everyone was just like throwing in the towel. Well, he it was, was bad to start the year. He was bad to start the year. They didn't do any design runs until the New England game, and then suddenly they were doing like 10 design runs a game. 
and his rushing exploded. His scoring was actually like legit, not very. I think I caught him in a, in a main event. Yeah, he was going like which is very late as well. He didn't have a twenty point game until week six, and then in week seven was the New England game. From that point on, he didn't have a game under twenty five until week sixteen. <laughs> it's like he literally just flipped his scoring on its head. Wow. The now that we are we're at, we're done with wide receivers, how do we feel that we did recovering here at at wide receiver after three running backs through the first five rounds? Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, George Pickens, JSN, Rashad Bateman, Romeo Dobbs, Jonathan Mingo, Jaden Reed, and Justin Ross. I think we have two guys like Adams and Allen that are just straight up starters every week, and that we have enough upside profiles throughout the rest of the draft that it just seems like a decent wide receiver room. Obviously not a normal ship chasing wide receiver room, but I think it's a totally, totally valuable uh, room we got. Yeah. I like I how it turned out a lot. Yeah. yeah. You, right. You want to make sure you have enough upside at the position. And that's the thing that gets taken away, you know? And, and I think that's why the JSN pick was just so clutch. We've got, yeah, we're going to be able to, we'll be okay early season um, at wide receiver and at running back, even though we have Brees Hall too. And then it's yeah. just like, God, you know, like it's easy to forget when it's August and everything's going to work out and all your takes are still good. And you know, there's been a few injuries, but nothing, nothing huge. But man, like, dude, when it's like week seven and you're just like, God, give me some upside. Give me something that I feel <laughs> excited about. Yeah. You know, it's like, we have, we have Brees Hall, like, coming off by, you know, thinking he's going to get a bigger workload. JSN's been healthy for four weeks, looking great. Like, that's that's just going to feel awesome. Yeah, I'm happy we kept on taking swings at upside wide receivers and not going with, like, the Jacoby Myers or Tyler Boyd types just to, like, think we need some early season production. I'm happy we just kept on taking swings. I think it's the way to approach it. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at – um the go bills team that won last year too. And it is like, it's a reminder of like, these teams are not like, it, it's not best ball. This, this is not the team we win. It won't be this group of guys. It'll be no. some of these guys and other guys, you know? So the, the, it was so like Zay Jones, Zay Jones coming up waivers last year. And you know, yeah, they yeah, were three yeah, guys that were impactful for them. So yeah. Yep. Yep. If you saw their board, you'd be like, this team did not win the main event. Like there's no way, but yeah, you know, Things happen every season. So what do you guys think with this last pick? I I feel like a running back that we do think has like contingent upside that something could break in their favor over the next couple weeks. I I like the the running back we have in the queue, the first one. Which one? Deion Jackson. We're on the clock. Deion Jackson. I think if Jonathan Taylor is traded, he he showed last year that he has, you know, 25-point games in his range if Taylor's out. He wasn't great down the stretch, but, you know. I'm fine with that, especially I haven't been as interested in him in, like, the half-point PPR stuff, but, yeah. you know, what did he have? If a he gets traded, he's sure up multiple rounds. A lot of rounds. Any other suggestions, guys, for a random flyer? I really like that call. Yeah, I like that call, too. I moved him up, actually, into a tier with some of these other dudes that already went that I like for late round. They went a long time ago, so, yeah, yeah I'm in on that. I have him in a tier with like Zamir White and Keontae Ingram and Rico Dowdle, who I've started to mix in in the final round in, in 
best ball. Like those guys won the 15th and 16th round in this one. Zemir White went even higher, I think. Yeah, he won the 12th. Like Deion Jackson's a good good call in a similar vein. Yep. Gretch, what are yeah. you doing with the with the Bengals backs with the Chris Evans stuff? I moved them out of that tier lower. And I used to have uh, Chase Brown and Trayvon Williams there, and now I just don't know what to do because I don't think Evans really probably has three down upside. So I have all three of them back to back to back lower than like a Deion Jackson. So yeah. yeah, that's like the hardest one to call for me. It's so hard. One thing um, about the Deion Jackson stuff is that like Jacob Sanderson mentioned this, and I, I forget who as well. Another guy knows the Colts really well. It's just like Chris Ballard is is likely to just stick with his young players as opposed to bringing in free agents. Even, you know, if they trade JT, you'd be like, they have to sign someone, but it's possible they don't. Um, they also already have Kenyon Drake there too. So they might feel free. Right. And Zach, right, guys, they have depth. Yeah. The team is in the books, pulled up the roster view here for us to, uh, to view it by position. Uh, Geno Smith and Sam Howell at quarterback, Bijan Breeshall, Travis Etienne, Ty Chandler, Deion Jackson at running back, Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, George Pickens, JSN, Rashad Bateman, Romeo Dobbs, Jonathan Mingo, Jaden Reed, Justin Ross at wide receiver, David Njoku and Sam Laporta at tight end, uh, team kicker, uh, roll the clip, Baltimore Ravens and team defense, New Orleans Saints. Let's start with Evan here. I know we had some controversial selections at the top. Do you think we landed the plane successfully despite not getting your guy, Craig Reynolds? <laughs> I, I think this team turned out very well. Obviously, taking three running backs in the first five picks was not in my plan or Josh's plan at all. But I do like taking three running backs when they're the three running backs with great pros prospect profiles that we all love. So I do think we also recovered very well with the, the types of wide receivers that we drafted throughout the rest of the draft. Uh, I think this team turned out very well. Josh, how about you? 2023 is not the year of the zero RB drafter. It's the year of the profile drafter. We got the profiles we like. We got the upside in the receivers and in the running backs. You know, we got to drop the clip with the Ravens kicker and Justin Tucker. I think this team uh, is poised for a good year and excited to see uh, what we can do to, to lead it to a championship. Grant, you really might need to make that manage league video now. <laughs> with all the cliches. Yeah. <laughs> I think this team slaps. This is exactly what I wanted to do. Uh, I mean, we were arguing a little bit before and even during, I mean, just to like backtrack on that a little, like a big part of my perspective was that we would like the running backs in the four or five range. And then what we could do from there on, I'd, don't love Devontae Adams. I don't I don't necessarily think Bijan was the right pick at the top, but I think they can be right. They're not bad players, obviously. It's not like I have them ranked like 100th overall. Like, obviously, they can be right. And if they're right, if Bijan and Adams and Keenan are right, I think we built like the perfect team beyond that. But I think Brees, ETN, JSN, Laporta even. Like, we have some really interesting ceiling plays at a lot of different spots. It's a, I think this team, this team fucks for sure. That, that was the thing that, for me, you know, obviously the first few picks, um, we were wrestling with some scenarios. But then, like, a lot of the other picks felt pretty natural. Like, hey, this is a wide receiver pick. Rashad Bateman falls here. Hey, this is now when we zig back to running back. Hey, Laporta is, like, the last true upside tight end profile here. Like, I, I really like how that played out. Pat, what about you? Yeah, I just think that this year, probably one way or another, is going to be defined by – what these backs in kind of the 
third to to sixth Dukes. I think it goes down to Dobbins, where it's like it's just not. We've never seen this really, where like these types of profiles. And I think on chip chasing, right? We've often complained about some of these profiles getting going way too high. But like it's weird too because like Miles Sanders is kind of the guy, and Alexander Madison, and that's generally the profile. I feel like it's overdrafted, and they're they're still in the sixth. Like it's not like they're all going much later. Although you know you got your James Conner going going down in the eighth or seventh or eighth or whatever. But it is still. It's just like I'm the idea that you can skip on Jonathan Taylor and then still get Brees Hall and Travis Etienne at the four and five is it's just not normal like that's just crazy to me so yeah the the pick for me was like how the hell are we going to pass on jt here well that's how because this year allows you to get travis Etienne, who is on a really good offense is going to play from the jump his only competition for snaps is a rookie he can catch the ball he probably get used enough but if they were to use him he'd be good at it like he was in college uh he's an explosive runner he's an consistent runner I think some of the goal line stuff is pretty overblown with him. I think he's totally capable in short yardage. He had a really high success rate last year. Uh, yeah, you get him in the fifth round. I mean, that kind of changes what you need to do in the early rounds a, a little bit. Yeah. It is interesting, too. Like like you were saying, like so many of our teams in previous years, it would have been the Bijan, Brees Hall, ETN, would have been all of our early wide receivers. And then our late picks where we're taking, you know, Dobbs, Mingo, Reed, Ross, that would have been our zero RB targets. <laughs> it's like, it's flipped now where guys like Mingo, where they're going, were far more attractive than like the running back profiles there, you know, at that range, it's like almost flipped um, where kind of you get excited about the true breakout profiles. Plus we have JSN, so JSN is a great team. Makes everything uh everything better here. Yeah, I, I do really like how this turned out. I guess if like if you were to compare us positionally, you know, to the other teams, I mean, quarterback is probably the only position where we're maybe like weak relative to the field. And even then in this format, I think we're gonna have so many chances to either upgrade these guys or hit a breakout with Howell or on the waiver or whatever. I, I feel like that is the one spot I am okay being a little weaker in, even with the six-point passing TD. In six-point passing TD, Geno Smith was a fifth last year, and he has better mm -hmm. weapons and a better offense going into this year. Mm -hmm. So, Yep. And I genuinely like the Howell pick because, like, we'll, yeah. we'll know if he's good. Like, Because I part of the reason I'm worried about him in best ball is, like, I think he has to be pretty good to keep the job. Because like maybe the team's not very good and the coach is on the hot seat, but like that's another like he, if he's keeping the job, it's probably because he's playing awesome. We're excited to have. Him. Yep. Um, beautiful. This is our first uh, prime time uh, draft of the season. Next Wednesday night, another eight PM draft. We'll be doing another NFFC prime time. That'll be with our buddy Davis Maddock. Uh, that is going to be a ton of fun. And then we have a ffpc draft tomorrow night with everyone's favorite crack rock that is going to be at 10 p.m uh tomorrow night crack rock will be joining us so that will be a ton of fun and then the following week on tuesday we're doing an nffc the 2500 super league with leone and then we head out to vegas on the thursday before the season starts so uh drafting season is flying here if you guys want to draft on nffc 
Um, we have a great partnership with them this year. We really appreciate all they're doing for us, including helping us out with our party that we're going to be hosting at the Park MGM with NFFC when we're out there in Vegas. Um, but we got the link down below and pinned in the chat here. If you guys want to sign up, you want to try one of the prime times, you want to even hop in one of those crazy 34 round best ball drafts, definitely give it a shot. Uh, you can create an account. They do have contests at all different uh, price levels there. And it is fun to uh, to mix up the format there. You can enjoy the six-point passing TD, the third-round reversal, all of that good stuff here. Uh, Buckeye Boomers, we really appreciate you guys uh, joining us tonight for another uh, fun draft. It's become an annual tradition. I love it. Yeah, really, really enjoyed it. Uh, hopefully we can, uh, you know, continue the uh, success we've had in the previous years. And, uh, you know, Chase Kareem. Now we're just trying to try to just chunk down those winnings to get there. <laughs> Look at that. The chasing Kareem shirt. I mean, it is, I love having the little, I could just oh, the silhouette of Pat's face here. On, on that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Too perfect. Okay, put me on the bow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lots of round of edits for that uh, design. Was as there? Well. Yeah, was... there was. <laughs> as, I mean, Gretchen. Gretch knows from our I love wide receiver shirt. I mean, nothing around here is done easily. It, uh, there's meticulous <laughs> levels of, of revisions. To I really like where right. we got on the I love wide receiver shirt. I, I feel like that was a good collaboration. I am. I've been too busy. I am really slacking on ordering that stuff, but I got to. I got to. I got to get it here before we go to to Vegas. It, I will say too. I think I mentioned this on Best Ball Breakfast, but I did. Uh, people requested a uh, pint glass. I think it was Kevin Tompkins who was like, "Get these." I found out that. They were now Ooh. available for me. Ooh. So we do have, if you want to ship chasing a uh, pint glass here. That's great. That's nice. Um, yeah, I'm you can get that. those. We got randomizer, best ball breakfast. But I'll drop a link here. We have the full uh, ship chasing section here. So you can get the chasing Karain that Josh is wearing, the I love wide receivers. Uh, Willis just asked me to do a t-shirt version. I think the black looks pretty, pretty good there. Um, you guys can check those out in the store uh gretch tell people about uh stealing signals because you have just been putting out uh just a tidal wave of content lately that i've really been enjoying it's hard to keep up <laughs> um just just a lot of stuff a lot of a lot of draft season stuff right now uh kind of hold back and and then just follow you know blow my load are we are we doing that not wow, safe for work type of phrasing uh, at, at this time of year but yeah um Rankings, tiers, targets and fades for every position, a lot of strategy stuff, a lot of looks at recent drafts and talking through pick-by-pick pick stuff. Had another strategy post today. Um, yeah, it's been fun. It's been fun over there. Firing off a lot right now. Yeah, it's been an awesome read. And Pat, I believe, did you say is legendary upside articles tomorrow? Tomorrow. I'm going to uh, be finishing it up right now. Got some final edits to do. Um, it's fun. Dome games get a get a shout. There's a few, you know. Wow. How many some... how many words are we looking at here for this? It's like uh, it's under 10k. That's light work. That's light work, bro. <laughs> hey man, I I travel to the future and I literally see what happens. And I'm pretty sure you guys want the details. So there's some interesting yeah. nuggets. Uh, sometimes yeah. Sometimes I get into 2024 ADP. You know, just a little little fun Love stuff. It. Yeah, it is an awesome time for uh, fantasy content right now. Sean just published his uh, first part of his zero RB countdown list, uh, running backs 15 through 11. You got stealing signals. Uh, we got the legendary upside, all kinds of good stuff here. So make sure you guys are subscribed 
to the channel. Like I said, we'll be back tomorrow night. It's a 10 p.m. Eastern draft. I'm going to be doing a randomizer draft with Leone a little earlier in the evening on my channel at 7 p.m. If you're looking for a quasi doubleheader, you can catch randomizer with Leone at 7, draft with Crack Rock at 10. Uh, we haven't like huddled too much with Crack Rock, so it could be another adventurous time depending on if he's as faded as he was last year. I mean, Crack Rock, since the last time we hung out with him, has become like no joke a political reporter. Like he is breaking <laughs> stories. Like he's breaking yeah. stories. Right. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I did just, uh, my guy Chris hooked me up with the thumbnail. I need to get that event up, but uh, Grimace is on the thumbnail, I assure you. Uh, also, since we've done the whole thing with Crack Rock and we have to ask him about it, like the whole Grimace shake thing. At McDonald's became a viral trend. Were you guys aware of this purple milkshake that became a whole TikTok trend? No. All right. Well, was it because of us? Yeah. <laughs> no, it was not. Listen, <laughs> the boomer trap. Well, we're not, uh, <laughs> we're not watching TikTok for years. Yeah, exactly. Um, Ryan says he reaches his rate limit immediately after reading Pat and Ben. Yeah, he'll, he'll chew right through all of that. Um, all right, appreciate you guys. Make sure you're uh, subscribed to this channel so you don't miss our upcoming draft streams. And I will, I'll do one more tease here. Um, Gretch, Pat, and I have not announced it yet, but we're going to have some big in-season plans. Um, oh, probably. Yes. I think we, we need to huddle and figure it out. I want to get a little video made, um, but we'll be announcing that probably in the next week or so in season. It is going to be a, a very fun, uh, what Some would you call changes. it? Like change, pivot, slight pivot. Yeah. Some pivots to pivot. the in-season programming. Yeah. That's little, right. Little so bit. stay tuned for that. Appreciate you guys. Thank you again to Josh and Evan. Always a blast getting to draft with you guys. Uh, appreciate you guys in the chat. Even though you hated the team at first, we knew we'd win you back over. We'll see you guys tomorrow.